Show your patriotism with the flag from the United States Flag Service. They offer premium, high-quality flags that are made in the USA. Whether it's the grand old flag, your favorite military flag, or a historical flag, celebrate your freedom with the flag from the United States Flag Service. Go to usflagservice.com. That's usflagservice.com to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service. Fly your flag for freedom. Now, the Jen Charlton Show on 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Telling it like it is with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. It's great to have you here with us. And I am just in awe of everything that's going on around us. It really is a five-dimensional situation where, you know, you think we're going down a particular path and then, bam, we come from another direction. Uh, You know, starting with the Trump uh, legal issues and, you know, frankly, what they're trying to do is bankrupt the man. And all of that is so that they can win an election. It is clearly election interference. It is clearly for financial gain. It is clearly for positioning and repositioning themselves in a place of power. So the fact that they went for $355 billion, that's with a B, uh, for really taking the man down. Like, how can we soak up his wealth? You know what I look at it is? It's like a, the massive redistribution of wealth. We've heard about it over the years. And you think of, oh, yeah, but are they really doing that? Here's in one fell swoop, they can take down a massive amount of money out of the Trump organization and put them into a position where they're locked up tight from making any more money because that's what they do. They make money. So uh, for three years, I think it is. But the irony is, at the end of all this, I think they're they're going to be the bad guys. They, the bad guys, are going to be left holding the bag. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to watch because, you know, all the legal analysts are saying this isn't going to fly. You know, it's clearly election interference. But the irony of it is, they just announced that he'll probably make $4 billion, with a B, dollars out of uh, Truth Social. So, you know, it's all going to sort out. And this is where I think we really have to have faith in God that um, the bad guys aren't going to win. But sometimes it doesn't look that way. And I think we're in a position right now where we have to pull together from all different communities for the greater good, for a common purpose, to save our country, our state, our humanity. From people like Harari and the WEF and, frankly, Gates, these people do not have our best interest at heart. But there's stuff going on, like they're buying our land, they're, they're, they're putting up windmills in uh, the ocean that t- throw off sonar, not just for the whales, but for the submarines. We're going to cover all of this over the next few weeks. But today is an opportunity for us to look with one community at the difference they are making and they can make going forward in the future because I really think that the black community and black conservative leaders are the future of our party and our country. I think that's you know clear that we have to learn to work together I don't think we are. Uh, The left tries to say that we're racist. And in fact, they are the racists. And I just heard a TikTok guy go off 
and uh, and it's hit the internet, you know, about about gun control and how we're racist. No, by him spewing that, he is a racist, right? So we really have to keep at pushing off their narratives that they want to place on us to identify us, control us, separate us, right? So today I have with me on the show will be Chris Anderson, who's a wonderful leader out of the Baltimore area, who has really stood up for what's good and right for the people of Baltimore. And, you know, as goes Baltimore, as goes Maryland, honestly. And if we keep throwing good money after bad in Baltimore and not getting the results, uh, those people are going to continue to suffer. And it's just, it's criminal at this point. Um, we also will have Bernie Flowers, who's a congressional candidate, a veteran, who uh, is running in CD3, and he has over 30 years of experience in military and government service at a high level, and he is definitely going to bring a whole new level of integrity to the work in Congress, and it's important, I believe, to have him be elected at the CD3. And uh, so, and then I have my good friend, Will Johnson, who's calling in from Austin, Texas. He's been with us before. He is a prominent podcaster and um, an activist, really, in the black conservative movement. And so, uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. Total Wealth at dot com totalwellfit.com great place for quality products that are holistic wellness products and so forth we'll be right back when was the last time you had freshly made ice cream or candy sweeties on the creek offers a wide selection of fresh creamy ice cream made with natural flavors stop in for a new fun flavor or a classic yummy favorite perched on a freshly made waffle cone just in sweeties has a huge assortment of candy including freshly made in-store delicious chocolates your young ones will love all the plush toys and fun gifts too sweeties on the creek just up for market street we're scooping now Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. Okay, good morning and welcome. So I have first with me, I'm going to bring on Will Johnson, who's just super fun. And Will and I met in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021 at the first Health and Freedom Conference. And he had just been totally deplatformed by Facebook. And it's not funny. It's disgusting. But, you know, he's still rising above all the nonsense that's been thrown at him and uh, and has been a voice for the black conservative and I don't know that it's even Republican, but the black movement within politics that I think is really sorting itself out. Because I think a lot of times, as we've talked about before, and we'll have some of the guys share, you know, it's it's ingrained in the culture of the black community to be a Democrat. I mean, it's like you're born, you get a birth certificate and on it's a D. You know, that's kind of my understanding of how it is in most um, families. But here we go. Let's bring on Will. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning. Happy to be here with you. Oh, it's good to have you. And uh, so I, I think I kind of set up, you know, what you've been through a bit through your activism. But is there anything of late, Will, you kind of want to share? I, I saw that TikTok of the guy or who, that video of he's talking about how how you are. So you want to share about that? Oh, you know what? This uh, he's a I guess he's considered a comedian. 
he used to be on a sitcom for a children's show. And I guess they had three seasons. The only reason why I know about this is because my young adult children, they used to watch him. And they were really surprised to see him talking about me. And Well, you know he, you've hit the big time when you have somebody like that, you know, like you're under his skin. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm under his skin. And he's making fun of me because I'm, I'm saying uh, phrases that apparently he's never heard of. So he think it's fun to make make fun of me. But you know what? Every time stuff like that happens, I kind of smile because just like you said, if they're talking about me, that means I'm doing the right thing. I just, I'm just i waiting for uh, CNN, which I call the Communist News Network, and MSDNC. I'm waiting for them to start talking about me. Then I, I, I can say I made the big time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I haven't qu- quite risen on their radar yet, but uh, that's that, that's fine. I, I, I like flying low. But so what are you working on now, Will? I know you've done a lot of work at the border. You live in Austin, so you're kind of down in the fray of it. Tell us a little bit about the border. Well, the border is completely wide open, and the biggest thing right now is that you have the federal government fighting the government, the local state government here in the state of Texas, which is completely, how do I say it, Aurelian, because it shouldn't happen. The federal government, you know, their their job is to defend and protect the sovereignty of the United States of America, and when they fail to do that, it's, it falls onto the governor to do that. And for the federal government to come and sue the state of Texas because they're putting up barbed wire and they're not, um, and preventing illegals, terrorists from crossing the southern border, that's, that's just send signals out to everybody in this country that this federal government is not for the American people. It's their number one job to protect us. Well, and, you know, and now, you'd, think, you'd think where the state leaves off, the Fed picks up. Like, it should be seamless. Where the Fed leaves off, the state picks up. It should be seamless. They should be hand-in-hand right. hand getting this done. Right. I mean, it shouldn't be like it's a no-brainer. Right. But yet we see just the opposite. We actually see the federal government fighting for illegals to come into the country. We see the federal government fighting for these terrorists, and there's been videos of the terrorists on the watch list saying that, you don't know who I am, but you will know soon. I don't know if you ever saw that video, but it went viral. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Terry. And, and yeah, they think, so, I think they, uh, I had somebody in Intel check it. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think they're Pakistani, but that's, that's the belief. But at any rate, um, so let's talk about what's going on with uh, this recent uh Revelation, the Smirnoff. So the FBI whistleblower Smirnoff, who's been on their books for years, for decade or more, just got arrested. And now their strategy is because they arrested him through the corrupt DOJ. They they now should drop the Biden impeachment. <laughs> it's like, what part of corrupt DOJ do people not get? I mean, are, are, is the black community waking up to the nonsense that's going on? Or are they still standing by their man? You know, there, there's quite a few of them still standing by Joe Biden, the, you know, the, the white guy in the big house. But there's a lot more that are actually waking up. See, you brought up the border situation and what happens typically 
when the federal government allows all of these illegals to come into the states, they put them directly into the black neighborhoods and take resources from black people that could use that resource. And now a lot of black people wondering, wait a minute, we've been asking for assistance, asking for help. We have run down buildings, all of this. And now they're bringing in illegals and putting them in this hotels that are sometimes $700 a night. They're putting them in the immaculate buildings that are just never been occupied, but now they're putting illegals in there. And black people are seeing this happen by the Democrat Party, which I like to call the Democrat Party because they're pretty much demonic. But they're doing this, and a lot of black people, look, put it like this way. When you have these black people in Chicago and in San Francisco and even New York screaming and kicking about reparations, and then the illegals come in and the illegals are getting their reparations, <laughs> that's how they see it. No one, no one alive today should be getting reparations. But they're seeing, what they see is that these illegals that never even been here, they're getting money that they believe is owed them. Well, or and, put in into the school systems or, you know, fix up, like you said, dilapidated buildings in Baltimore or, you know, wherever. So, you know, even help small businesses like, you know, if you're a small business owner right now, you're getting crushed. I mean, it's just it's brutal. They've just in Maryland, they've just raised our energy costs, uh, you know, like on top, like adding, you know, fuel to the fire of the economic woes that people are facing. You know, so as we look at this is Black History Month, and it's important to look back on all our history um, and and for the black community, kind of where you've come from. But also, I think it's so important to look at where we're going. And we're going to do that with Bernie Flowers. I'd like to bring Bernie on now and have him kind of share what he sees. Uh, good morning, Bernie. Are you there? Janice, here I am. How are you doing? Uh, good. I'm good. Uh, Will was just sharing, you know, his kind of experiences and what he sees as he goes out in the podcasting world. You know, he's out in the groups seeing some of the conflicts and so forth as he records and reports it. What are your thoughts? You're running for Congress, Maryland's third congressional district. That's Howard County, Carroll County, and Anne Arundel, I believe, right? So kind of in yes, mid-Maryland. You're in the heart of the, the heart of Maryland and proximity to Baltimore. So what goes on in those communities affects Baltimore, and Baltimore certainly affects those communities because many people commute in to the city. So what do you see in terms of the the future of of the area and let's start with your communities that you're going to be representing but also how you're going to impact that in congress well first of all thanks for the opportunity and um i haven't met will but i look forward to it he sounds like my kind of guy he's awesome <laughs> he sure is <laughs> for the bottom line yes sir yes sir um We've got an opportunity here. I mean, the great Thomas Sowell once said, if we could get 20% of the black vote, we'd put the Democrats out of business. And I truly, truly, truly believe that. Um, all of the narratives of divisiveness that the Democrats have been trying to sell us, it's all coming home to roost. And just like Jen said a few minutes ago, you know, we're seeing illegals come in, illegals, undocumented migrants, 
come in to the United States and they're being given priority treatment. Everybody's being given priority treatment except for American-born citizens. And I see American-born citizens, well, let's throw black people in there too. I mean, we've been here, you know, since for a very, very long time, for centuries. And, uh, and just like Will said a little bit ago, this idea of, you know, somebody getting reparations, well, that's all long since passed, you know. Um, I can see pe- I see people come to this country from uh, other countries and become multimillionaires and come here with nothing. And so with the idea is, you know, we got a meritocracy here. And that's what we should strive for. And what I'm seeing in the communities is folks are starting to wake up. The light is the clue bird is starting to come in. Um, people can have what they want if they're willing to outwork the next person. And, and that's what people are starting to, to see. And as far as I'm concerned, as a congressional candidate, um, if I can get that 20% in my district, we win. And that's what I'm working for. And uh, the rest of the folks will come along. But people are getting tired of the same old mess from Joe Biden and the rest of the Democrats. Um, our schools are failing. Our crime is up. Our budget is out of control. And we're sending billions, I mean, $200 billion over to the Ukraine when Baltimore's falling apart, when D.C.'s falling apart, when Atlanta, New York, Detroit, these places where black people live. And a lot of folks are starting to see it and they're tired of it. So, boy, there's so much in what you said. You know, one of the things we're seeing here at the state level is this thing called Kerwin, which is a (laughs) massive, massive cost to, to... taxpayers and the governor more tried to say oh we're not raising taxes yes you are you've increased our minimum wage which was supposed to go into effect in 2025 january instead he moved it to 2024 january so all those additional costs are hitting us right now my payroll has gone up substantially um and now they also have just increased our energy costs and oh by the way property values are going up so property taxes are going up so don't tell me i mean we don't let the blonde hair fool you i'm not an idiot so you know like like you know of course our costs are going up and of course you're going to benefit and you're going to use that money and you burn through whatever excess we had and so you know it's just it's just criminal what's going on here but the problem i see guys and we're coming up on an election and bernie you know, I hope to God you get in. I really do. Praying for you. Uh, and you. and the problem I see, and I am a bit cynical on this, is our voter rolls are a mess. Now, I don't know what it's like down in Texas. You've had a big influx down there, Will, of Democrats from California and so forth. You would think they're moving there because they want what Texas has, not because they want to go in and change it. But I don't know. But in Maryland, we our voter rolls are a mess. And I have very little confidence, maybe none, in the Maryland election board at the state level. And many of them individually, I'll say individually, many of the individuals who work at the local board levels in each jurisdiction. These people have to be willing to stand up and if they see something, say something. They have to be willing to ask the questions. How does this work? How does this process? How do we have dead people voting? How do we have duplicate addresses for individuals? How do we have illegals on our voter rolls? How do we have people who aren't six, uh, 18 in the voter rolls? Inactive or active? I tried 
to get the voter roll with the conservative club, which I'm a member of. We tried to get the voter rolls to look at it for the forward election. They said, well, you can't use it to contest 2020 or 2022. We have the right to hold them to account. This bogus DOJ corrupt state law that they put in that says you can't check those voter rolls. You you don't have the right to use that as information is a bunch of hoo-ha. So we went and tried to clean up these voter rolls and they wouldn't play. They slow walked it. They didn't give us date of birth, which is a key indicator of whether or not somebody's eligible to vote. Maine just did something. So I digress. The point is, you're not going to get in, Bernie, and the good guys aren't going to win. And we're not going to turn over Annapolis from the deep state that it's been for decades until we control and take back the voter process to make sure that it's fair and free and has integrity. What are your thoughts on that? I agree with you totally. I need to give a shout out to my buddies over at the Precinct Project. Um, Suzanne Duffy, um, Steve Brown over in Howard County, David Morseberger, and of course, Kate Sullivan. Those guys have been working on voter rolls and voter integrity ever since the last election because they are sounding the alarm bells and those guys are relentlessly working and they're trying to make this thing right. And just like you said, we're finding dead people voting. We're finding people that should not be voting. We're finding people who have, you know, left the country that are voting and they are meticulously voter by voter doing canvassing to make sure that these voter rolls are as up to date as possible. They found a lot of anomalies and, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to try to quote Steve that there's supposed to be less than a 2% um, uh, inaccuracy rate, and we are way above 2%. And uh, the government here, um, the, uh, the um, what do you call it, just, you just mentioned, but the folks who manage the voting process, they don't want to hear what we have to say. State Board, every the which, the Maryland State Board of Elections, and here's what we need to have people do. You guys, listeners, people must get involved you have to go to these meetings you have to call your state and and uh senators and and delegates and so forth because they need to know and i don't care if they're republican or democrat frankly the democrats need to know more than the republicans do because the democrats need to know we're on to you and we're watching yeah okay so in baltimore and they've been cheating in baltimore for decades this isn't new. Oh, yeah. So um, because Lewis Porter had the uh, 2020 group looking at it, and they'd been seeing it even before 2020 in Baltimore. So the corruption has right. been going on for a long, long time. And it's time for us to to hold these people to account, show up the, at the local jurisdictional board of elections and the state board of elections. Now, here's the thing. They hold the meetings like in, in uh, you know, dark rooms in the middle of the day. So, you know, they don't make it easy for us to participate. But it is our civic duty. And I'm going to say something that's kind of tough. If you got to take time off from work, there is nothing more important right now than showing up to these board of election meetings so that they know we the people are taking back our election process one illegal vote at a time. Okay, I want to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have Chris Anderson calling in from Baltimore. I have with me today Bernie Flowers, candidate for Maryland's 
3rd Congressional District. And Will Johnson calling in from Austin, Texas, the great state of Texas, a a big podcaster uh, around the country. And great to have these guys with us. We'll be right back. Show your patriotism with a flag from the United States Flag Service. They offer premium, high-quality flags that are made in the USA. Whether it's the grand old flag, your favorite military flag, or a historical flag, celebrate your freedom with the flag from the United States Flag Service. Go to usflagservice.com. That's usflagservice.com to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service. Fly your flag for freedom. Welcome back. This is Jen, and I have with me today Bernie Flowers, candidate for Congress. Chris Anderson just joined us, and Will Johnson calling in from Texas. Good morning, Chris. We'll start with you. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. Um, thanks for having me it's on. It's wonderful to have you, Chris. And tell me a little bit about what's going on in Baltimore. You really tapped into what's there. And I think Baltimore represents so many of the big cities. We could be talking about Houston. I know in Texas is having a lot of trouble right now. Tell us about the status of things for the black community in Baltimore. Well, I said I said this a thousand times to people. You know, the way the way the way Baltimore goes, the way the state goes. And now we have a governor that's um, that says he's from Baltimore. He's not actually from Baltimore. That was a uh, that was a, a, a fib to get votes from the people in Baltimore to get into office. And now we have the whole state going going to the way Baltimore goes. So we have high crime, bad education, and it seems like you know all this is going to happen now to uh, bankrupt the whole state. And everybody's concerned now. Well, the way I see it. Baltimore is the epicenter, and we need to fix Baltimore. I've been saying it for years. I'm running for City Council District 7 to fix Baltimore. Baltimore needs to be fixed. When you fix Baltimore, you fix the whole state. The crime right now is so bad in Baltimore that we got people locked in their house afraid afraid to come out. And we, we, we're not even thinking about our Second Amendment rights and protecting ourselves because our government tells us, oh, no, that's that's not appropriate. We don't, we don't need more guns or we don't need more of this or whatever that. But we need people hiding in their houses away from the crime and then blaming it on the citizens like the citizens and the, the law by the citizens are the ones doing the crime. Well, and you and know, Chris, drive-bys can hit somebody in the living room. So that logic goes out the window, so to speak. One thing I want to say, too, is the bad guys aren't asking permission, getting licenses, buying guns legally. And I know Bernie has covered some of that. So for sure... That isn't the answer. If there are more people who are able to protect themselves, the bad guys are going to stand down. Um, I want to ask, Will, what are you seeing in Texas and some of your big cities down there? Is it similar to what we're dealing with here in Baltimore now? Absolutely. Um, I'm not too. I'm in. I'm just outside of Austin, and Austin. This is the same scenario. So many people are afraid to go out, especially in the evening. Because of the the violence, the crime, and it's the when you have the entire left in Texas saying that there's no problem, everything is great, people still get on the edge because the people are worried about people busting into their homes now. They're breaking into the vehicles. They're getting robbed when they go into the simple grocery store. People have had it, and it's not just. It's not just happening in the black community. It's happening in the white community, the Hispanic community. The crime has gone through the roof. Ever yeah. since the Democrats have been taking taking control over this federal government. And now, I'm just talking about local state, 
but it all started with the federal government because of the lawlessness, the cashless bails. This causes problems all across the country. Do you think that the violence is black on black? Is it MS-13? Are, are these illegals coming in over the border and then coming into our communities and shooting, killing, raping, plunging, murdering, you know, stealing? What? Who? Who are these people that are committing these crimes? Anybody know? Well, I was going to say in the inner cities, it has been a lot of black on black crime and just been black crime, period. But it's not to say that only black people are committing crime, which we all know. It's just now that we have illegals coming into the country, beating up police officers, attacking people, apparently shooting at parades or football games, the the crime is with the, I'm going to say it like this, the crime is what the left wants. Because if we don't have, per se, racism in the country, we don't have crime in the country, the left doesn't have anything to run on. Yeah, they thrive on chaos. Bernie, what are your thoughts about that? How do we, at the federal level, take back our communities? You, you know, how does it? How do you make that difference in Congress? Well, first of all, to me, you know, our Congress, our government should be in the business of promoting the citizens. We're paying the freight for all this stuff. And um, I look at Black Lives Matter, and they promoted defunding the police. And so now the morale is down in most police departments, especially in Baltimore. If I'm not mistaken, you know, they're down thousands of officers that should be there. And so we demoralized the police department. We demoralized the LEOs, the you know, law enforcement officers all over the country. Our Congress should be in the business of first closing that border. Um, there should be no um, undocumented anybody coming across the border. Uh, it needs to be shut down right now. And when I say shut down, yeah, there's official traffic that needs to come through. But having worked at the levels that I have in the federal government, specifically in DHS, I can tell you when I left in 2000, January 2002, there was already 3 million um, undocumented people that had come across the border. And, and that's two years ago. The word on the street is there's more like 5 million undocumented. So with that said, you know, any group, you're going to find some bad apples. I'm not saying all these people are bad, but I'm saying they're unvetted. And I'm saying that, let's say I, the 95% rule, 5% is always going to be your trouble spot when you've got 95% of good people. So with that said, you know, these people could be murderers, killers, drug dealers, you know, unvetted folks that we have no idea. They're caught. They're in a position to cause all kinds of problems. So what can the federal government do? Shut down the border as fast as possible. Refund ICE. Refund Customs and Border Patrol. Support our LEOs. Support them right now. Because if the little old lady in Baltimore can't walk down the street at midnight without being accosted, we don't have a society. We need to protect the weakest of us. Okay, so what that brings to mind for me is the state National Guards. So in Texas, you know, Governor Abbott has looked at instituting the state National Guard. I believe they are. And I know many states have sent National Guard down to help Texas. And the Fed is trying to say you can't use them. And they actually can commandeer, the Fed can commandeer the state National Guards if they need to, Um 
So, Bernie, how, and, and Will, tell us about how that's going to work, because it seems to me, Will, that Texas has the right to pull in their National Guard and institute it, but the Fed has told them to stay, stand down. Yeah, you know, that's well, really interesting as well. I, I'll just say this really quick. I don't think I've, me no. personally, I've never heard of such a thing. Now you have, what, what's my, and I, it brings up more questions. What's going to happen if the federal government comes down on Texas and there have, is there a standoff? Is, are they going to get into a fighting brawl? I mean, what does that look like? It's almost like we're trying to repeat the Civil War. Like we're going into the second civil war. And I've heard some people say it's actually more of a, a revolution because we're, you know, we're, we're actually not fighting each other. We're fighting outside forces that have come into us and have been, frankly, brought in. Bernie, how do we fix a corrupt DOJ? Wow, that's a deep question. And, and I've got some thoughts about it. And people probably aren't going to like my thoughts. But the first thing we got to do is get a president who's not corrupt. And that's why we need to get off our arses and, and get to fighting. And when I say fighting, I mean participating in, you know, the precinct project, participating in watching these, you know, monitoring the uh, state board of elections, getting rid of these electronic voting machines. But the bottom line is that we have a constitutional mandate. The president, his job one is to protect the United States. And um, the governor owns the National Guard, and that's a constitutional mandate as well. Now, yes, the governor, the state can, um, the president can give, they can federalize the National Guard, but that is unprecedented territory. And people need to understand how dangerous of a precedent this is. You're basically putting federal troops against state troops that are trying to defend our Constitution and trying to defend our border. And as far as I know, as you know, having spent 34 years behind the fence, most of the power belongs to the states. You have a, a responsibility to defend the, your state, the people within your state. And uh, that's what the Constitution is all about. And as far as I'm concerned, Mr. Biden, our president, has violated the Constitution. He's violated his authority. And again, the Constitution is there to maintain control of the government, not to control the citizens. All right. What are your thoughts, Chris? You're in Baltimore. How do we fix a corrupt Department of Justice? Do you see it up there in the city there? I mean, you have right now uh, the former mayor you know, had several mayors get into trouble up there. And now Marilyn Mosby, you know what? She was part of that system. How do we fix Baltimore if we don't have a, a good and just uh, system of justice? Well, when Donald Trump uh, tried to come in, I think he should have came in, you know, when he said he was going to send the National Guard in. By the way, the question earlier was who's doing the crime. It's a, it's a lot of black-on-black crime in Baltimore City, but there's a rising rise of juvenile crime. We've heard in Annapolis um, this year, and they're not doing anything about it. And, it. and the stage is set for that. You know, the educational system needs to be fixed. I, I mentioned that earlier. The educational system needs to be fixed. You fix the educational system and you fix the crime, at least for the future, but you got to send the national, you got to get the federal level. I'm hoping Bernie, Bernie Flowers gets in. When I get in, Bernie Flowers gets in. He's going to be the guy I call and say, hey, Bernie, I need, I need federal help here in Baltimore. But when Marilyn Mosby said, if Trump sends someone in here, I'm going to, you know, lock him up or, or do this to him, that, that's not how you, you're supposed to work together uh, across the board. And if we need to help, 
the federal help and the federal help should come in. We shouldn't have to beg for it. And um, I think that's one of the main problems uh, here in Baltimore. We won't we won't admit we have a problem. And we won't admit uh, that we need federal help. Well, I think Marilyn Mosby kind of played her hand when she said, I'm going to do whatever if he comes in here. You know, when people react that way to Trump, it's because they're part of the deep state. It's because they're corrupt. It's such a tell card now that, you know, hopefully more people like, again, my concern here is, and I really appreciate the three of you being here together. My concern is how do we empower the conservative movement with black leaders like yourselves who can reach down into the families and the communities and the churches and say, listen, there is a better way. And there is a way to well, do it in a way that has honest and integrity and, and keeps our children safe and, and so forth. I'm sorry, who was going to speak? Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, go ahead, Bernie. Go ahead. And then and is that Will? That's Anderson. Okay, go, Anderson. You go first. Well, um, so, uh, Bernie, um, I'm going to let you um, talk because uh, Bernie does have a lot of uh, solutions. And so I've t- I sat with Bernie several times and Bernie has major solutions. But how we get to the community, we can, we can, I'm, I'm a community activist as well. I've been doing it for a long time. It's very hard to reach the people when they say that the, uh, the, um, the Democrats have a stronghold on, 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 the, on the voters. I think they have a chokehold on them. The mindset has to be changed from the federal level. It has to be changed from uh, the state level. Um, the GOP is going to have to do it. The GOP has several organizations like the um, Maryland Black Republican Council and several other initiatives. Me and Bernie just went to one uh, a few days ago, the Trailblazers event. The GOP has to get involved and not be afraid of, of African-American voters and say, you know, we got to start, you know, going in and, and do community activist things, going into the community and talking to the community. Um, we had a we had a food drive here, uh, here with a lot of candidates in Baltimore in District 7, and I went there, and, and um, the church, River Church came from Towson, and they gave out, uh, Fila tennis shoes. The, the response and the reception for that was very well. Everybody in the community was was coming out, eating. We were seeing uh, politicians, and everybody got to talk to conservative politicians this time to see what difference we can make. That's we need more of that that grassroots community activism from the the state and the federal level from the GOP. And and the G, the voters need to understand that Republican Republicans aren't uh, racist. Republicans don't not care about their issues, but Republicans want to come out and earn their vote, just like the left, uh, the left does. Excellent. Bernie? I, uh, Jen, I appreciate this question because, you know, sometimes I have to mark, or better yet, control my words because I don't want to scare people. Back to Thomas Sowell, we need about 20 to 30 percent of black people, and we change the game. But let me, let me put it to you this way. What are the results of all this lockstep uh, voting for the Democrat Party? And people like Chris and I and Will need to get out into the black community and act like a Pied Piper. Tell the truth. I mean, for example, Joe Biden in his 1994 crime bill. This man was an acolyte of Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond was a racist senator from from South Carolina. I think he had the record for staying in the Senate as long as possible. He literally died in the Senate. Um, And um, people like him, Joe Biden was 
You know, he was Joe Biden's mentor. Joe Biden is a guy who implemented and wrote the 1994 crime bill that put so many black men in prison. And I look around at some of the black women and say, okay, we can't find black men, good black men. Well, they're in prison. And they were put there by Joe Biden and Bill Clinton's and Hillary Clinton's 1994 crime bill. And we've been bamboozled as a community. And it's my job, Chris's job, Will's job to get out there and tell the truth and let people know what they're up against. We're voting against our own self-interest. And I intend to make that change. And I want to um, let people know where Joe Biden stands. I want to let him know what the Democratic Party really, really stands for. They're anti-family and they're anti-Christian, by the way. And how is it that, you know, you find these woke people that can get out there and carry flags against, um, you know, they're carrying, carrying flags for Palestine. And they don't realize, and, you know, the Palestinian, well, better yet, the, the, the folks that they're supporting throw LGBT people off bridges and off buildings in the Middle East. I've been there. And so somehow or another, the narrative has to be changed. And the only way I know to change it is to get out there and fight the fighting. That's what we're doing. All right, Bernie, how do people follow you and how do they donate either money, time, treasure, resources to you? Oh, wow. That's awesome. Thank you for asking that question. Flowersformaryland.com is my website. Again, that's flowersformaryland.com. You look up there and you'll see an, a donation page. You can just, you know, look through and you can follow that. I'm on Web, WinRed and Anadot, and uh, we're just trying to fight the good fight. And we're grassroots people. We're not going to be out here buying, you know, airplanes and all that sort of stuff. The intention is to keep this thing as honest as possible. You know, I've been supporting the country for 34 years and behind the fence doing my thing. I will continue to do so. But, you know, small donations, if, if you got five bucks, if you got 50 cents, please send it to me because I will make sure that it is used in a proper manner to help us win and turn this thing around. God bless you, Bernie. Thank you for running. Everybody, every nickel counts. And we're going to cover at some point some major, major news on corruption in the donor process through the different organizations that are processing donations. There's some massive news coming through about that. Not, I'm not prepared to share it yet, but we will. Chris, how do people follow you, support you, give you time, treasure? volunteer their support in some way well we got we have to change baltimore so i thank you for the opportunity for that uh, you can go to my website which is tinyurl.com slash elect chris that's tinyurl.com elect chris you can go to my facebook page which is always jumping um chris anderson 2020 just chris facebook at chris anderson 2020 um my my antidote is up my 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 vision is up my goals for Baltimore is up. We have to change Baltimore. So any every dime counts. You know, help me out. Help ch- change change Baltimore. I'm say it again. You change Baltimore, you change the state of of Maryland. Excellent. Very good. Well, I'd like to get your kind of thoughts uh, based on what everybody else has shared. What do you see from your perspective? You you know, cross the country uh, frequently. You're podcasting. You're meeting with people. What are your thoughts in terms of how we save America? I think the gentlemen all hit it on the head of the nail that we have to get out directly and talk to the black community, talk to black people and and bring awareness to what's actually happening. Joe Biden, along with the Democrats, well, again, I call the Democrats every two to four years, 
They show up in a black community and tickle the ear of the black people. And for for the longest, black people have completely forgot that they got all of these empty promises from the Democrat Party and nothing's ever come to fruition. Now, with this illegal problem, this illegal issue, a lot of black people are saying, wait a minute, this is not what we signed up for. So things are actually changing. I think they're changing more than we recognize. A lot of black people don't say anything because their family members are still on that virtual plantation. They don't want to get off of it because it's like comfortable. They like what they hear. And one more thing that you hear from a lot of black people, because I hear from my family all the time, like they hate the fact that I support President Trump. And I don't support President Trump because he's white. I support President Trump because the way the country was when he was in office. You always hear them talking about, well, when was America great? I remember America was pretty great the four years President Trump was in office. When more black people were working, more Hispanics were working in the history of this nation, the first time it happened, more women were starting businesses. They disregarded all of that. The stock exchange was booming, and they crushed all of that because they can't have a successful nation. Then they don't have anything to run on. That's why they create the chaos, like you just mentioned. But black people are starting to wake up, and the more the more we speak out, the more we present what is actually happening to people and they see it, then the, the change will come. Put it like this. A lot of black people that still want to go on the Democrat ticket, they don't actually change until they're affected by what the Democrats are doing. That's why you see the change in Chicago. You see the change in New York. You're starting to see it, right? And once, you, once we get everybody in this country to realize that it's bad, enough for them to make the change they'll make the change but sadly i think we're still we're, the fight is still there the status the fight is still there because look what they just did with the santos right you would think that no one would want to support democrats when they're creating the chaos that we see in the country but people are not waking up like we think they need to but there are a great deal that are waking up so how do people follow you uh, well, where do they find you online? So the best way to find me is I, on my website is uniteamericafirst.com or just use the short version of that is uaf.media. You go to uaf.media and you can see all the platforms that I'm on. I have my show that I do on Lindell TV. I have another show that I do on LFA TV and they're getting millions and millions of views. So at some point, I would like to bring these gentlemen on and talk about this, the situation and help them out with their campaign because we need more people, not just black people, not just white people. We need Americans that love the country and want to keep their freedom and fight. Awesome. And and I love what you're saying because we this this really is about us all coming together. As much as they try to fracture us, I refuse to let them. Uh, I want to say one more thing. There are people out there on both sides of the aisle, who are compromised. I think it's more so in the Democrat Party because it's kind of like, if you don't do this, I'm not going to fund your next XYZ. They put pressure on them. They use money and the power of the purse to get compliance. And I've experienced it firsthand in my ears in Annapolis, okay, I've been I've been threatened. I've been told if you do X, this something bad's going to happen to you. I have personally experienced it on several occasions. Okay, 
I know it happens when they get in your face and they say, if you don't do X, Y will happen. So people are compromised. They're put in different positions. One of the things we have to do is empower people against that. What are your thoughts? And we only have a couple of minutes. I want to do a quick round, Robin. Bernie, what's your thoughts, whether it's at the federal level or here in Annapolis or Richmond or wherever? What are your thoughts? Well, the bottom line is our our creator did not put us here to be afraid. We're supposed to be warriors, or at least um, those of us who are um, are believers. And I am a believer. So, you know, I look at what you have done, Jen, and you didn't back down. I mean, look at you. You're on a radio show right now broadcasting to most of Maryland. And uh, you're not backing down. And none of the gentlemen that we're on here with are backing down. One last thing I would like to say, though, is to the minority community, specifically the black community, I want folks to think. Think about Whose jobs are going to be taken by all these folks that are coming across the border or been literally, literally being brought across the border? And our federal government is spreading them around to all these places in the United States. We can't keep track of them. Whose jobs are they going to take? It's going to be black folks. And we collectively will suffer. But anyway. Well said. said well said. Here's what we're going to do, you guys. I want to have you back. We're going to continue this dialogue. This is an ongoing process to educate people about the power of communities coming together, not being fractured, not being divided by the nonsense that the Democrats are trying to do to us, and to embrace people to come forward and come with us. Let's all move together to make it better, a better country. America first. Make America great again. I'm a Trump supporter. I know you guys are. We're here to bring back the rights and the responsibilities and the prosperity of all Americans right here in the great United States of America. That's our purview. That's our commitment. That's our job. Let's make America great again. Everybody have an awesome week. You've been listening to the Jen Charlton Show, Will Johnson, Chris Anderson, Bernie Flowers. You guys are awesome. We'll have you back.